0: I'm kind of sick.
1: I, I noticed. You've little been bit hearing of a, it. Yeah. Yeah. Still, it's been going for like two weeks now.
0: Well, I've had this cough since October. Hmm. It's a big mystery. <laughs> I've asked people about it, doctors, whoever. I wondered
1: if you meant doctors or if you just r- go random to random people. people. Yeah.
0: Why am I coughing? No, mm-hmm. they don't really have much to say. Yeah. It's more like, you just need to take pills, and then it will go away eventually. I don't like pills. Me neither, especially yeah. when they require you to drink a tall glass of water and you have to eat food before and after. Yeah. I don't like to eat.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs>
0: it's weekly download number... 23. 23.
1: Yes. And um, before we figured out Tarun's mic was off. We were talking a little bit about security. Yeah.
0: So there's this company that's been in the news. A lot of people are talking about them. Carrier IQ. Now, Carrier IQ, what they are is an independent company from the carriers and the handset makers. And they talk to these carriers and say, hey, we've got this software that can tell you where dropped calls are and when they happen and what happened at that moment of a dropped call. And then the carriers can use that information live on the phone with the customer, for example. And then they can supposedly get some troubleshooting taken care of, and all's gravy. Sounds like a really noble sort of thing for a company to do. Right. The problem is this software sits in the background, and the log files are still on the phone. So if someone, say, the person who found who broke this whole scandal up out, if they find this log file with all of these Carrier IQ Damien logs, That looks a little fishy. Right. Absolutely. So you got a guy who sees that everything he types, does, or goes to URLs or whatever. Gets logged. Logged, sent somewhere, and then he has no idea whether it's going to come back to him or what that means or what it's being used for. So this is the scandal, basically.
1: Right. And it's been huge for the past week.
0: The scandal is we don't know what's being logged or where it's going but we know it's happening and yet the the thing is carrier iq's they're not really doing anything that crazy harmful I mean, they are in the sense that they're even they even created this software in the first place, but, but they're
1: not like selling your information or things like the that.
0: The burden is on the carriers now, and that is the argument of a certain uh, Andrew Coward, who is the VP of Carrier IQ, who came out to with an exclusive with The Verge. Who they're getting a lot of big. Um, yeah, I noticed that. They're a big deal now. So, any The Verge uh, sends two people out there, and. They have this conversation, and this VP, you know, obviously being the VP of the company is going to backlash against any sort of blame. Right, right, of course. So he says, well, we're not logging anything for just because we want your information and want to sell it to other people. We just log in things for the carriers to help you provide you a better phone experience.
1: So they're simply saying, we're logging you, but only so that you can have everything better and it doesn't matter anyway.
0: Exactly. And if that's true, then screw it. They can log whatever they want. I mean, if you have an Apple crash report and you send your information anonymously, supposedly, it's really no big deal. Right. But according to this, though, what I'm what we're hearing is that Carrier IQ has the option of tagging the IMEI and UID of a phone
1: so it does go back to you at that point
0: exactly and using some clever location trickery and what have you they can
1: figure it out anyway they can
0: figure out who you are sort of now that's this is where the fine line of whether it's really you or not comes into the question but there's also some other questions like why are they logging my application usage
1: why are they even able to track the individual button presses? Why are they not only doing cell phone service signal-related items?
0: Right. I mean, like, to me, if, if, if there was a software out there that was helping me with my drop calls, all it would do is, if I had a drop call on the phone, then it would send where it happened, when it happened, and how long the conversation was. But it wouldn't Essentially need... a
1: crash report. Right. That's it. Exactly.
0: Anonymously. Right. Unfortunately, the carriers do have these reports... That are not anonymous, supposedly. So, I mean, it's a debate. Um, not a whole lot of things are s- talked about in this sort of space because we all just kind of let it go because it's just the way the internet works. Like Facebook, for example. Right. We all opt into it because it's so handy, but we well, I think all that either real- some
1: people don't know about it or others are just like, what can you really do? Right. Um, Carrier IQ is interesting though, in the sense that they've been around for like five years now. Well, I think six years now, and only now did someone finally break the the news that hey, this is happening.
0: And Carrier IQ's ticked.
1: Right. Oh, I mean, They're wouldn't like, you be if this was like your whole your whole business your model? whole business model? <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. I mean, I can see it from both sides. After after distilling it, this has been going on for about two weeks. There's a class action lawsuit on the on the mix right now. Numerous bloggers have talked about it. Everyone's kind of like, well, I don't know. And then after reading this interview, it's kind of interesting to hear the perspective from the company, though you question, of course, the bias of the company and right. how much they really believe. But, um, you know, I'm uh, likely what will happen is the carriers are going to commit to anonymously logging. Yeah. There's going to be a report from the person who broke the story to see if it's actually true, and it has changed. And then eventually, Carrier IQ is going to have to change their business model so that the burden is on them.
1: And I mean, we've already seen some carriers and handset manufacturers sort of crying, hey, we're not using it anymore. We're not using it anymore. Like the iPhone 4S does not use Carrier IQ, but the iPhone 4 does. Supposedly. Yeah, supposedly.
0: And, and, and the layperson, they're just going to care about the fact that it did before and right. now they're mad.
1: And if you have a Droid, there's an app that I saw this morning on BGR, but I decided right. not to link to it because, I mean, right. no use in wasting people's time. But right. there's a there's an app that can tell if your phone ones running carrier IQ or not. Right.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Guess I'm safe and you're not.
1: I guess. Anyway. So there no. you go. That's carrier. I guess IQ. that justifies your $200 upgrade.
0: Free. It was for, a free oh, upgrade. Free. All right. Cuz I sold my iPad, right. worthless piece of junk.
1: Oh, whatever. <laughs> so what's on the old chopping block for today otherwise? Well,
0: we can talk
1: about Facebook. All right. Never talked about it
0: before. Yeah, we've, you know, they're usually not a show frequent, but,
1: (coughs) hold on a second. All right. Yeah, this cop's not going to... If you pass out in the middle of, in the (coughs) show, I guess I'll just keep going. So,
0: sorry about that. So, Facebook recently acquired Gowalla. Right. Do you know what Gowalla was prior to reading this? I'm just curious. Oh,
1: I had no idea. Because
0: I did. I did know what Gowalla was. Really? And the reason is because Foursquare had so much privacy issues and problems that I wanted to look for an alternative. And Goala was there at the time. This was like your, years uh,
1: ago. Your check-in needs really were that important?
0: Yeah, they were. not <laughs> I mean, because I liked the game. I liked how fun it was and it made it interesting. and
1: it made but, sense because I've never uh, used Foursquare, so why would I know about Gowalla?
0: Right. So, well, Gowalla is the same thing. I mean, I really don't know of any... Functional difference I'm sure there is now Like I'm sure they've had To differentiate themselves But in general They're the same So Facebook Has acquired Pretty much All of it But Not for The reason of um, For using them Like as a separate company Or building them in It's really just for the talent You know Which we see from time to time Likely you're going to see Something of Like Facebook Building in This sort of Like Beyond the check-in, the sort of map Mm -hmm. system, the friending location thing and all of that, just as a way to enhance the experience. Because right now, checking in, that was kind of haphazardly added after after it became so popular. Right. I mean, we talked about this like 10 episodes
1: ago. Right. Or something. Where
0: like this check-in thing is there and everything, but it doesn't really I see people
1: using it more, though. It doesn't do anything, but I do see it more when I look at them. I don't I don't, I don't check in, period.
0: I just don't like the idea of someone knowing where I am. I, yeah, I love exactly. Oink, though. You what? Oink. Oh, I use Oink, Oink a lot. What is it? it? You don't... Come on. We talked about this three episodes ago.
1: Two <sighs> episodes ago. You don't even know what episode we're on. So how do you know when well, you're... Like? <laughs> Kevin Rose's app. Oh, right, 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 right. That yeah. thing. Sorry. It's fun. Yeah, I still haven't used it. It's fun. You should get it. All right. I will. And Oink with me. Um okay
0: <laughs> uh what else oh hey here's a great subject i'd love to talk about the right. windows
1: phone demo oh i yeah i, I saw it? this i i played with it on my phone it was it was okay um i think that i still like ios more what, what did you think thought it was fantastic i had fun with it i mean it was fun i can't wait
0: for the new windows phone seriously I am so going to sell this phone, ditch it in a heartbeat, and get a Windows phone. Wow. Right, t- today, episode 23, I have committed to buying a Lumia You, know,
1: you heard it here.
0: Because I want to actually, I want a different experience. I'm tired of the handset experience I have. I really like the integration in all of that. I love iCloud. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they can play nicely with iCloud or if it can play nicely with iTunes. If it can, though, that's all I care about.
1: I guess. Good luck with iCloud. I had a webOS device when they first came out, and they even tried to, to bake it in there. And even if it doesn't sync with iCloud, the fact that Dropbox. I can
0: sync it or you know, sync right, right. with a thing. Because they have
1: the con- connector or whatever it's called. Or,
0: right. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I mean, I just want a different experience. The biggest, thing, the biggest question to me, and the reason I love the iPhone phones beyond the ecosystem, is the display. I mean right. this display is unmatched. And when you looked at this demo on this display, it looked great. It was pretty snazzy, yeah. But on a Nokia 800 where it's not a retina display, eh, we'll no. Like I think and and you know what else? The no this phone um, form factor doesn't really fit the windows phone
1: right see that's where i thought i was a little bit awkward and
0: like well because they had to put this big arrow button right right that doesn't exist on the actual windows phone ui you just move your hand you just and move gesture. you swipe or you yeah you know but you have to have that there so it's so you simulation can go of the swipe right. right.
1: so that was a little awkward but beyond that i mean it looked really nice. It was really weird, to be honest with you. I was just like, this is this is too strange for me. Well, I mean, I mean and I it seems it, and a little, little impersonal
0: a right? because your stuff's not in there. It's someone else's stuff. Right. It's just a demo. But I think it's probably the slickest move I've ever seen from any OS provider to just say, hey, you know what? Here's why you'll like it. Check it out. And they can just play with it and kind of understand, oh, this is a different experience. Yeah. This isn't about, like, using apps on an island. It's about an integration. It's about having things in places that make sense, organized around content, not organized by app.
1: Right. But I still think that there's an argument that the vast majority of people are, are still wanting apps.
0: Well, I mean, sure. But
1: if the Windows phone picks up like it does
0: here in the United States,
1: yeah, then you'll get the, 2012 you'll get the is going
0: to look completely different than what we thought. That's I mean, you know, you've got this phone and you've got the iPhone 5, a supposed Kindle phone, you know, the the platform is becoming a big deal. And right. Facebook with their phone, supposedly.
1: Right. I mean, we're going to see a lot of 2012 will certainly be interesting in terms of phones. All
0: like, I care is that iPhone loses some market share, <laughs> gains a little humbleness, and decides and to revamp. Because this is cool, but only for so long.
1: It is possible that the uh, that things could change over there in iWorld anyway. I mean... Right.
0: I mean, they're not going to do anything stupid like spin off their business or right, like, right. You know, anything like that. Acquire six companies, too. But I was listening to the talk show, I think, and in, or not talk show or maybe hypercritical. I can't remember. But there was an argument that was made that basically when, when Apple comes out with a product, they go whole hog into that product. And they are willing to ditch all of the other products they made. For example, iPod was their cash cow.
1: So they did that for a while. Right.
0: Once the iPhone came out.
1: Forget it you forgot the iPod the iPod the iPod's, really iPod's lousy, right, and
0: once the iOS became a big deal, forget the Mac. I mean, really, what are they marketing more? Right. mobile or traditional Mac pro iMac but
1: I mean we don't need to get into a Steve Jobs discussion, but I feel like that's sort of his personality period, and that was sort of represented in the in his company
0: right, and that's why nowadays, you know, with a Tim Cook release of this, which looks exactly the same and all that right it's not really that. Forward of the company, you know. But still, I think the culture is still ingrained to the point where if there's the next big thing and they're looking at it, they're just going to go for it. Right, and they're not going to look back. And then by the time the rest of the enterprise realizes that this was a big deal, it's too late. Apple already has incumbency. That's what's most interesting. See, when you look at Windows, Windows, they, like, grab on to what they know and they stick with it. Right. So, if you if you are an office person, then hey, Office is going to be supported till the end of time.
1: If you're a Windows XP person, well sadly you finally lost out but what 12 years later.
0: Right. <laughs> Whereas with Apple, if they had Office and people were not liking it in the little least, they would ditch it. Right. They wouldn't care if enterprise people are still using this thing. And I well, may, and maybe that just boils down to the fact that the enterprise is using Windows. It's possible. I mean, 85% of the world still uses Windows. So for Windows to just say, forget it, I'm not going to support oh, the old anymore. Oh, it's they impossible. They can't, yeah. So it kind of just goes down to Apple leveraging their position. But if Apple becomes a big deal and starts to have 40 to 50% of market share or something like that. Right.
1: I mean, they'll have to change their strategy with OS. With OS, Right. I mean. You can't make bold bets well i mean there are arguments all the time uh like with iCloud for example you can only use iCloud if you have 10.7 Lion but you can you can use iCloud if you have like Windows Vista Service Pack 1 right so uh, Apple's own like products are only supported with their latest OS whereas they're supported like two uh, two OSs ago essentially because
0: they know right sorry all
1: right all right that brings me that brings up another point. You said something about their next big thing. It wasn't really on the agenda, but I just wanted to get your take, and I refuse to post about it because I think it's I don't necessarily think it's gonna happen. What do you think about these Apple TVs?
0: Yeah, we haven't really we've been pretty mum about the whole idea. <laughs> I mean I like I've said, like and like Steve said too, like there was no go to market strategy for some time for an Apple TV. And now that there's apparently a solution, which a lot of people are saying that it's like apps for channels, right? So right. you you click on an app, which is really the NBC app, and you get an augmented experience of basically TV. If that's the solution, then that's baloney. Because like right now, you could get that same solution if you went on DirecTV and used CNN Enhanced, for example. It's right, or I mean, thing.
1: the Roku player has like the CNN channel or the Fox News channel. And um, the Roku player, I think, is very junky. Like, I I have one, and I find it to be a clunky OS that just is silly.
0: I mean, Apple selling TVs, I mean, yeah, they've got got a great glass ecosystem. They know how to make quality displays. They know how to do all of that, so it makes some sense. But the set-top box being plugged in is just such a bigger market. Right, it's such a bigger market to penetrate. With a ninety-nine dollar Apple TV, you can h- plug that into like eighty percent of the TVs in the country
1: right now. Right, people just people aren't worried about spending ninety-nine dollars. Whereas an Apple TV, like an actual TV, is going to cost easily probably a thousand dollars.
0: What are you kidding me? At a fifty-five inch TV, that they're not going to settle anything less for ten eighty p at like thin glass. Oh yeah, and all so like then that? you're looking at
1: like twice. dollars tw- 3000 four thousand three thousand. So
0: you're the saying four? $4,000, $3,999 <laughs> thing, appliance. And no, and I mean, and, and, and if they're going to do that, you're paying. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, you're paying $1,000 just for the experience of an Apple iOS alone. Right. Because then you can do things like on your phone, you're watching a show, airplay it out. Boom! It's on the TV. Right. I mean, you can do that already, but like with no with lag no, or something yeah, right. or whatever, because there's no video lag because it's all the video and thing are on the same, yeah, are on the same device. So, to me, that's like the the deal, the game changer. But I still don't think it's going to enough though. for people to do that. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that you'll see, if anything, the iMac become more of an entertainment platform. Right. And it's not going to be about, like, especially with the way Lion is and how the interface of the launch pad and all of that. Mm-hmm. I think 10.8,
1: 10.9, they'll do what Windows tried to do with the media center, like, f- six, seven years ago. Right. Interesting that Apple's just now getting around to really doing that, considering how much they're in the, like, entertainment business now. Well, it's all about sharpening a sword first before swiping it in new directions. Right, whereas Microsoft went in with a dull blade, essentially, saying, I'm going to fight
0: yeah and like so now that apple is has so much entrenched incumbency and so much pull over the you know space of entertainment and media that's so-called reality field distortion
1: you know distortion field they they just they've got the ability to maybe pull it off exactly
0: they have the ability to not only put it off but make sure other people can't even enter the space yeah like it's not even an argument so
1: hmm We'll nice. see what happens there, I guess, but I don't, I don't buy it.
0: I can't believe I posted this. I think, or did you post it? Which one?
1: The flexible displays thing. Oh, I just I posted okay. it on there. I'm sick of these things,
0: absolutely sick. Apparently, of all the really these they're really coming
1: in 2012. Like, this I, is just a concept. If
0: like, it, if it comes, it's it's good. people are going to geek out about it, maybe, and then people are going to be like, "What?" I don't think it's for the masses. I just, yeah. I'm telling you, this is, there's the same argument for this as there is for the Windows thing, for the rim thing. Right, the, where's you the have, actual usability? You have no idea how to use this thing. I, have, I am absolutely not convinced after watching that video that they would know that you can do that. Yeah. Like, I would need to listen to a three-hour demo or something or, like, little videos to
1: learn how to use this thing. out of the And product. I don't know about your thoughts, but my thoughts typically are if you have to read how to use it, you've already lost.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? And exactly. I think
1: we've talked about that before when talking about products. Like, it should be able to be used and doesn't need instructions. So,
0: if this comes out, it's, it, when they say 2012, it's not going to be hitting the market, I don't think. It's going to be instead, like, at CES right Just like a, and, in and concept, ces is in real. january so it's probably going to be like ces 2013 or something hey here it is we have it it's a prototype it works and then it'll never leave prototype. then it will have like two apps on it maybe well and then and then the thing is it's up to samsung or whoever is making the software and which is probably not going to be samsung but whoever it is to uh, open source it so people can really jump in in, develop it here. and make it something worthwhile Right. This kind of reminds me of um, the Emotive Epoch, um, which is the Emotive Systems... Man, your computer's not very happy with...
1: uh, Show after show, I think that it's time to go to Apple when I leave for the Christmas recess, the holiday recess. hmm. I will uh, take it in.
0: But anyway, the Emotive Epoch is this... um, it uses technology called EEG, which is uh, which is a way to scan the brain. Right. It's it's very poor. It has a lot of resolution problems, but supposedly whatever you do in your brain, you can manipulate the environment. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is this is like the first commercial version of an EEG that can be used for augmented like experience. It costs like two hundred dollars. But the reason it's so fun and so exciting and popular is because people have developed the heck out of it with an API and made it interesting.
1: Right, so there's lots of room for for interesting things. So
0: a flexible display, cool idea, but if the software isn't there and it's not usable, then what is the point? Yeah. What is the point of spending, like that device has to be like $1,000 if that were to come out.
1: Oh, easily, probably. So. All right, well, next on the old list. So,
0: I thought this was an interesting discussion. It actually was um, spawned by a friend of mine. So, you know, she asked, well, how many of women are actually CEOs? Or are women still getting paid less than men? That's what she asked. And, mm-hmm. I, and I said, you know, I don't know. But then I recently saw this, like, on my Twitter feed. And I guess here's the answer. And basically, it's that the gap is shrunk, And especially in middle market sort of stuff, like if you look at the bottom here, women in business, professional or management, women are actually on top right now. Hmm. No pun intended or anything. But women are leading men by about 2%, 40 to 40.
1: And that's just sort of like the middle management professional. Right. Yeah. So, but CEOs... It's funny the way it, like, curves inward and then just immediately slices back in.
0: Exactly. And I don't know if you were to continue this trend, like, go down from professional to, like, blue collar to, like, lower than poverty level or something. Would it, like, kind of hourglass itself? I doubt it. I don't think so. I don't think that cross trend is going to continue. But it is going to be a shrunken gap for sure. But the the picture's uh, telling, you know. It definitely makes you understand like the where we are against the world. So mm-hmm. right now, men are still really you know in the labor force like more so than women. Right, but we're not as bad as India, for example. Where yeah, the they seem to be huge. pretty spread. Yeah. Right, and the gap between the rich and poor in India is something that you know has been a problem for it's and is going to be a problem for quite some time. Right, but when you look at just women in business in America. It's not, you know, it's an encouraging topic, at least when you look at the professional category. Mm-hmm. But you
1: know, and the CEOs still a little discouraging.
0: It'll take some time. Now, I don't necessarily. Now, it's 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 a it's a it's a tricky thing to say whether it's because of personality or it's just simply because of like lack of it happening. You know, right? Like we we talk like it, this kind of came up with women presidents too, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Can a woman be a president? Can a woman make big decisions? And yeah, you know, you can can have that kind of thing. It's just, that's the stigma maybe. Or on the other hand, it's just simply, it's never happened before, so why would it happen now? But that's not necessarily true in the business world, because here we have, you know, Meg Whitman making decisions. (laughs) Now, that might not be the best (laughs) thing in the whole world. And I don't also know
1: if you can say make decisions, since there's still been no decision made.
0: (laughs) Right, good point. So really, they haven't done much of anything. So, there's the case against a woman being a CEO. But it's not really the case against a woman
1: being a CEO. It's just a case of Wake Whitman not being a CEO. Right. But, I mean, she did all right at eBay. Of course, there was also the Yahoo CEO who was a woman. Right. But, again, that's,
0: that's Carol. Right. I
1: like that. That's just Carol. you got
0: to understand <laughs> you got to just let her, let, her, let her go. You know? Yeah. It's like, just let her play in the sandbox and don't worry about it. Right. But, yeah. Hopefully, we can move into a brave new world where... Sarah Palin might become president. Yeah,
1: <laughs> where women are always on top. And on all that, all right? That's <laughs> eh, probably enough of that. <laughs> on that, no. Anything else? Oh, uh, just just give it a shout out, I guess. Del streak uh, yeah. well, you were fun while you lasted. <laughs> yeah. So, no yeah. more. Looks terrible. I never understood why someone would buy Look it to begin thing. with. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse than I always thought. The original Samsung Galaxy Tab was pretty bad looking too. Now
0: you know what's going to happen. You're going to buy three of them and sell them. Oh for my other goodness! Prices. No, 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 Cheapskate. no,
1: whatever. I, I don't care if these are on fire. Sell these are too ugly to even like think about buying. I hope a Dell exec is listening. And on that note, you're not getting a job. <laughs> probably not, not there. With them. <laughs> Sorry about you. I guess we'll just have to keep on doing this show week Mm -hmm. after week.
0: Yep. Well, until episode number 24, this has been Tarun.
1: And Chris. And we'll see you next week. Yep.